Rabbi Yenish and Eibeshitz gives a very nice explanation of what does it mean um, Purim. One should be so intoxicated that you can't tell the difference between blessed is Mordechai and cursed is Haman. He says, we know that the Jews accepted the Torah again during Purim in a much deeper way, much deeper than they did at Har Sinai. Because at Har Sinai they did it because Hashem forced them to do it. They felt imposed. The Torah was imposed on them. Whereas in Purim, they did it by their own volition. Says Rabbi Yonis Neibeshet, when the Jews were living for 11 months under the, um, under the danger of Haman's decree, it's possible that that decree may have influenced and inspired a need to commit themselves to Hashem in order to uh, gain Hashem's protection. Because if that were the case, then you couldn't refer to the commitment to Torah on Purim as being done by their own volition. They did it because of the fear of Haman. So it'd still be influenced by something outside, by an extrinsic cause. So he says the greatness of Purim was that despite the fact that the decree of Haman hovered over their heads, the commitment they made to Torah was not because of the fear, because they wanted to um, get some graces with Hashem. They did it because they truly wanted to reconnect with Hashem, and they felt that that's the only thing that's left for them. Even if Hashem did not save them, they still wanted to connect to Hashem. And this is why this day became such a great day. It, they acted as if the curses of Haman and the blessings of Mordechai were the same. It was irrelevant to them whether their, their fate was destined to go in the direction of the curses of Haman or would end up in the end to be the blessings of Mordechai. It was irrelevant to them because regardless of what the outcome of the story would be, they wanted to connect to Hashem, regardless. It's amazing that during the Holocaust we have stories of great people, or not even great people, ordinary people, who were able to act in the most incredible way, in an altruistic way, in a committed way to Hashem, to Torah, to Mitzvahs, even under the most challenging situations. That is a test of true commitment. And that's what the Megillah is telling us. The greatest, it says, Rebutus and Ibishes of Purim is that it's a day which in the language of Hasidus is when the essence of our neshama shone. We brought out the deepest bond that the neshama has with Hashem, which is not contingent on any other condition other than just that we, our neshamas, are essentially connected and bond to Hashem. That's the meaning. It, you, you don't distinguish between the blessings of Mordechai and the curses of Haman. Your commitment is there regardless. And that's one of the greatest tests that Jews have. And it's what makes Judaism so unique. When you talk to Lahavdal Exchange, their whole relationship with God is based on what is there in it for me. Um, uh, 
you know, if I do this, God will be good to me. The Jew, it's the, it, it's irrelevant. My relationship to God is not contingent on how God treats me. And that's the meaning, Adela Yada. There's no difference. Curses of Haman are blessings of Mordechai.